It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The Dallas Cowboys will take on the Washington Commanders on Thanksgiving. Can the Cowboys get their third straight win? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code LOCKDOWNNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. We are previewing the Week 12 matchup between the Commanders and the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Landon, let's jump right into the Cowboys side of things. Do you think this sets up well for the Cowboys offense and specifically Dak Prescott to have a big day on Thursday? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, <laughs> this set it up to set it up to be a good Cowboys passing day, the day that they traded both Chase Young and uh Montez Sweat. So uh I, I think that, you know, the the fact the lack of edge rushers, um, the fact that their two best pass rushers are are defensive tackles who are uh, are elite, great defensive tackles, but not having their individual best season this year. Uh, I, I think it, it does set up for an opportunity for there to be good good protection to hold up, maybe more so than we've experienced in previous years against the Redskins, right? Uh, uh, commanders. commanders. Yeah, we we'll Got to fix it. Got to fix it's, it. It's only going to take us like 10 years to get ready. For oh, it. don't worry. Just, just as soon as I start saying commanders, they're going to change it again yeah. here in a year or two. Yeah. So, um, <sighs> yeah, I, I think the only thing that kind of is, is sort of uh, – uh, deterring from it a little bit is that they do have a couple of corners who I think are playing good football. Uh, you know, Fuller's had a pretty decent year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Benjamin St. Just, just East is, is a guy that's long and, and annoying and can, can be sticky in coverage. Uh, but I mean, mo- like most teams, you know, once you get, you know, into the nickel group, uh, they have to start playing Forbes out there. Uh, who might know, not even play this week. He has not practiced all week. He hurt his elbow last week against the giants came back in, but I think he's very questionable to play on Sunday. Oh, really? I, yeah. I thought he was making his way back. So, yeah, if they don't have Forbes, then it's it's even uglier beneath him. Uh, so I do think that this is an op- another opportunity, especially at home again, for for Dak to have another really, really big day. Yeah, I, I would agree. Let, let's start with the offensive line because mm-hmm. the commanders have been able to hang in some of these games with the Cowboys. Not all of them, but some of these games because of the defensive line, right? No. And it's been because – I mean, Chase Young hasn't always been there, but because Montez Sweat's been good, Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen, the difference is this year is that this is the best I felt about the Cowboys' interior offensive line, even though Zach Martin is struggling a little bit in a long time, right? Because before it was Connor McGovern playing left guard, and I've always felt like that's a spot where Jonathan Allen could get them a little bit. 
Now with Tyler Smith, with Tyler Biotis, who's been there for a while, and Zach Martin, you feel pretty good that those three could handle those two really good defensive linemen for Washington. Yeah, and again, like just to kind of, again, contextualize what we talked about yesterday, Zach Martin isn't playing well for Zach Martin. Like that's still very good for 99% of all he, offensive guys in football. PFF's number 11 rated yeah. guard in football. So it's not like he's been an average guard. He's still a high, high quality player. Right he now. went from number one to 11, basically. And he's still playing very, very good. So yes, I, I agree. Uh, and I think that 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 this is definitely the the most comfortable you felt, especially because of, of of the emergence of Tyler Smith. I think Biotis is playing better football this year than uh, in a lot of other previous years. And and, and you know, despite Zach Martin's uh, uh, you know injury situation or whatever he's dealing with, he still played very very good football. So uh, definitely feel the most uh, comfortable about blocking those two interior guys. And then again, like we mentioned. Because of the – and actually, I'm sorry, I'm conflating our pre-show conversation. We haven't mentioned this yet. The other aspect of this is that the defensive ends on the outside that are left with Chase Young and Montez Swick on, they are great. Uh, so the the idea that you're having to deal with four across that are, are giving you real problems uh, uh, is not so much. You're not having to worry about uh, sending a guard out to help uh, a tackle yes. uh, blocking any of these defensive ends, I, I well, wouldn't imagine. And I'll just update everybody where we are at with Washington's edge rushers right now. So you know about Sweat. We know about Chase Young. We don't have to talk about those guys. Their their top guy after that, Effie Obata, who we actually know a little bit because he played with the Cowboys for a few years. He got a really, really bad leg injury that required surgery last Sunday during the game, basically. He he got rushed to the hospital. So prayers with him. It's a terrible injury. Outside of that, their other defensive end, James Smith-Williams, He's not going to play this week because of a hamstring injury. Casey Tuhill has actually played the most snaps of all their edge rushers, uh, but he's really more of like a dropping kind of coverage edge rusher, which I know it's weird, but think of like Kyle Van Noy with like the Chargers all those years. That's kind of what he is. The rest of their their edge rushers are Andre Jones, uh, who is a first-year player, KJ Henry from Auburn, first-year player, and then Joshua Pryor, who has not played a snap for them this year. Those are your edge rushers going up against Tyron Smith and Terrence Steele in week 12. Yeah, so they, uh, they're they going to have to manufacture some pass rush, you would imagine, right? And so you're probably going to see some blitzing. Um, and, you know, that's not great. That's not a great option when you're playing Dak Prescott, unfortunately, for them. Yeah. So uh, Dak has been eating up the blitz like a some sort of blitz monster uh, since you know, for really the last three years at this point. Um, so yeah, I, I, the, the, the commanders don't have a lot of great choices, uh, uh, on the defensive side of the ball facing the Cowboys offense. Uh, I, I think ultimately what they're going to have to do is try their best to kind of clamp that things down at the line of scrimmage, try to just challenge all the routes and, and hope that they can find some disruption and that they, you know, are able to get home on a blitz or two and that, uh, you know, their interior defensive line has an incredible game and is able to kind of just disrupt things in the middle. They've also had a lot of injuries in the secondary. Their their best safety, Derek Forrest, he's been on IR. He's not going to play in this game. Percy Butler, his backup, he got banged up against the Giants. I think he is going to play, but he's not 100%. We mentioned uh, with Emmanuel Forbes. They've only had three other corners play a single snap this year. Danny Johnston, Benjamin St. Juice, and Kendall Fuller, who's primarily their slot corner. I would think the Cowboys are going to want to live like an 11 personnel in this yeah. game because they just don't have the, the horses in the defensive backfield to, to, to stop the Cowboys. At least you would think. 
Yeah, and maybe even in 10 personnel, right? Like yeah. just kind of even further stress that depth of the cornerback position, you know, take advantage, get some passes off, especially with the pass rush being what it is. If you if you get into 10 personnel, it makes it more difficult for you to hide your blitzes, yes. uh, and it relies on you more to uh, uh, rely on those front four guys. And when you don't have great defensive ends there, uh, it, it, it's it, as long as the pocket doesn't get pushed, Dak is going to have a lot of time uh, with a lot of receivers out and route and a lot of corners that aren't going to be able to keep up with him with, with the receivers. Yeah. It, Washington struggled on defense, especially the past defense all season. They gave up 300 yards and three touchdowns to Tommy, Tommy DeVito last week. Geno Smith had his best game of the season in week 10. Uh, we even saw, I mean, Jalen Hurts had a huge game. Desmond Ritter had a big game against them. Justin Fields had a monster game. He had they scored forty points against them. This is a game the Cowboys should be able to score thirty plus points on offense, even on a short week. Their protection up front should give Dak Prescott a lot of time. I, I fully expect Dak to have a really, really good game. And we've seen the Cowboys historically kind of struggle to get off to a hot start in these Thanksgiving games. Yeah. That shouldn't be an issue here in this one. No, I, I imagine again at home uh, and, and a team that has done better about kind of mitigating the slow starts. Yeah, you know, we still see an occasional, uh, you know, no score on a first drive, but the, uh, this team has gotten better than than teams in the past about the slow start. So maybe that trend will continue here. Maybe they'll find a way to get started early. I, I do think that this lines up for the Cowboys getting off to an early start, just because again at home, yeah, uh, a pass defense that's not going to be able to keep up with you. These are all things that that bode well for the Cowboys coming out hot. All right, let's talk about the other side of the ball. Sam Howell against the Cowboys pass defense. We will get to that next. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. We absolutely love Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. I actually just bought tickets the other way to, to go see a comedy show uh, later uh, in December. Can't wait. Use the Game Time app. Absolutely fantastic. It's the fastest and the easiest way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. See the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All in prices show you your total upfront so you know exactly what you're going to get. You're going to get a great deal without any of the hidden fees. Buy tickets with just two taps on your phone it is so stinking easy take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use promo code locked on nfl for 20 dollars off your first purchase in terms apply create an account redeem promo code locked on nfl for 20 dollars off download the game time app today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed we're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. We want to thank you for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen every single day. Uh, we want to also let you that let you know that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports twenty four seven streaming channel on YouTube. 
Locked On Sports today is here and has you covered 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Lena, let's talk about Sam Howell, who I believe still leads the NFL in passing yards. They've got a bunch of receivers, Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson, Curtis Samuel, Logan Thomas is actually having a nice bounce back year. How do you think the Cowboys defense matches up with Sam Howell and Eric Bieniemy? Uh, I think it's pretty similar to the way that a lot of these other teams have kind of matched up against the, the commanders and Eric Bieniemy is they're probably going to be a lot of passing yards thrown for, uh, and there are going to be a ton of sacks taken by Sam Howell. Uh, and, you know, knowing the Cowboys potentially a ton of turnovers too. Um, I, I just think that this is a situation where Sam Howell and the commanders are just going to throw the football. Like it, it, I would be prepared for 50 attempts. Not, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm not exaggerating. No. Like, yeah. uh, like they've averaged something like 45 attempts the last four games and, and maybe beyond that. So uh, they are going to throw the football a ton. And, 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 and you know, it's unfortunate because they do have a decent running back, I think, and Brian Robinson, who I, who I like a lot. But I just don't know that they have a, uh, the offensive line to kind of punish people in the run game. So they are going to try to pass protect. Sam Howell is going to stand in there, throw the football all over the field, take a bunch of hits, take a bunch of probably, you know, give up a couple fumbles, give up a couple interceptions, uh, but they're going to continue to throw the football a ton. So the Cowboys just need to be ready for that. I mean, frankly, that plays right into the Cowboys' hands. Well, I mean, yes, you know, no, I will say that the Cowboys haven't played many teams this year that have tried to challenge them vertically down the field. And Sam Howell will. Like, he is going to take shots down the field, he's going to stand in the pocket. He's going to take shots already. Yes, I'll tell yeah. you that right now. He's going to take. He'll probably take a couple of shots before the game and after yeah. the game to deal with all the pain he's going to have yeah. to deal with. I, I will say one of the things that makes me a little bit more nervous than usual is Trayvon Diggs has had a ton of success against Terry McLaurin throughout his career. I believe McLaurin is only averaging like fifty yards per game uh, against the Cowboys in his career. Mm-hmm. I think him against Stephon Gilmore. It's not a great matchup for Washington, but it's better than what we're used to see. I'm I'm telling you, McLaurin's a really good receiver, but for whatever reason, Diggs has just had so much success against them. We'll see if Deron Bland uh, can do that on the outside, but these receivers do scare me. Like they they do have some really really talented options, and I'm I'm curious to see how often Washington tries to attack them down the field. Yeah, I mean, I think the downside, obviously, for Washington there is that any any attempt to throw the ball down the field is going to incur time in the pocket for Sam Howell, yeah. and that's yes. going to be bad. Uh, so, yes, they definitely are going to have to try because that's ultimately, if they want to win this game, they're going to need to take big chunks out of this defense. Uh, but it's going to be painful, <laughs> literally. Yeah, like, it's, 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 you're going to incur a bunch of QB hits. You're, like I said, some turnovers may occur. Um, you know, they're going to take the big swaths at, at, at the, at the chunk of, of the defense to try to get the ball down the field because they know that dinking and dunking against this defense while the other side is playing the Cowboys offense is probably not a winning formula for them. Yeah. Um, but I also I don't will think say, it's a great path, right? It's, it's like, it's like they got to take the ring to Mordor. It's not any good. You're going to, they're going to, it's going to be tough at the very yeah. least. So uh, yeah, good luck to them. I will say Washington's offensive line isn't like Carolina's last week where there's just not a starter that's even average. They do have two pretty good tackles. Yeah. 
and Charles Leno Jr., who's the left tackle, Andrew Wiley, who they brought over from the Chiefs at right tackle. Those guys are good. And even Sam Cosme at right Sam guard. Sam Cosme made a great yeah. transition in from tackle to guard. I, I yeah. think he's playing Which football, is football. shocking. I, I never thought that he would be a guard in the NFL. But Me it's – it's, Weird fit. It's the other two guys. It's Chris yeah. Paul from Tulsa, who was a late-round pick, and then there's center Larson. Both those guys have struggled. I, I've got to imagine that that's where the Cowboys are going to try to attack them, especially because Sam Howell is not a tall quarterback. He came in right at six foot. If you can get pressure up front against him, that's where he really struggles. I would bet that we're going to see a lot of Micah Parsons lining up. Try, at least the Cowboys trying to get Parsons lined up one-on-one with Paul or Larson's on Thursday. Well, and there goes there in, in, you know, is the implied problem that the Washington Commanders offense has, right? In order to kind of throw the ball down the field, you need a strong pocket up front. You yeah. can have some pressure on the outside because you can push rushers past the pocket. You can, you know, hopefully get some doubles out there. But if you want to throw the football down the field, you can't take pressure in your face. And not only are the Commanders in a bad spot to try to defend pressure from their face, the Cowboys are one of the very best in the entire NFL at attacking A and B gaps because they are one of the best twist and stunt teams. And beyond the fact that you could just simply line up Micah in the yeah. A gap and Euro step that center all day until he doesn't want to play anymore. Uh, and it's going to make life for Sam Hill very difficult. So I wouldn't be shocked, honestly, if the commanders came out and tried to run the football. I was just about to say that because I think the Cowboys would like to counter by having Osa and Dorrance Armstrong or, or, you know, Osa and Demarcus Lawrence playing defensive tackle. That's probably the best way to do it is at least line up like you're going to try to run the ball, maybe take some play action shots that way. I mean, you look at what Carolina was able to do on a per snap basis in the run game, you know, and, and you think, hey, it did ultimately didn't work out great for Carolina, but maybe, you know, it at least buys your, your quarterback some opportunity to kind of either work some play action in to hopefully take a deep shot or at least kind of get some of the, the you know, pass rushers out of the middle of this defense yeah. uh, and, and get some more defensive tackles and just to buy yourself a chance because, uh, yeah, if, 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 if this, you know, look, if this becomes a 10 nothing game at some point and the commanders have to start throwing the football and, and, and let's be clear, that's what they want to do anyways. Yeah. Like that's what their default is going to be. It could get really ugly for the commanders because the Cowboys have a pretty clear advantage as a pass rush situation. Their weakness matches up very poorly for them with our strength. So there is lots of opportunity that this game gets completely out of hand early as Washington tries to struggle to come back from uh, an early death. That's why on the offense for Dallas, you just can't turn the ball over. Like it's actually, it's okay in this game to punt a little bit, lean on your defense, but don't give them short fields. Don't give them easy points. If you have to play a more conservative style, kind of in the first half of this game, just to kind of, Get listen. This is it's weird to play on Thanksgiving. It's a short week. A lot of times these teams come out slow. Get to halftime, make your adjustments, and then go win the game from there. There's no problem with that at all. I've watched Leon let dive at a snow covered ball when the Cowboys had the game won. Yeah. Uh, style points don't matter, man. Like let's just win the game and get out of it, yep. uh, and be happy that we beat a division opponent on a short week. Yeah. You that's that's like your biggest Thanksgiving memory, like the bad memory. Mine is Roy Williams fumbling the ball away against oh, the Saints. Man. Remember that one? Yeah, of course, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, that that I will just real quick on a personal note. That Thanksgiving, uh, it was icy in Dallas. As everyone who it was in Dallas may remember, uh, and I was driving with my family. On my dad was driving on my family on the Dallas North Toll Road, and we hit a patch of ice. 
and the car spun out like in the middle of the mm-hmm. tollway and we got corn pudding all over the uh, back of our seat car seats and uh it was not a great thanksgiving that we my, no. my aunt forgot to turn on the oven so we didn't get turkey that year uh and then oh, we all sat man. down to watch that game and it was the kind of perfect topper to the icy hell that uh, was experienced that thanksgiving yeah college. that's I don't know if you're going to be able to top that one. That's a pretty no. rough Thanksgiving. Sorry. Pretty rough. Uh, all right. Let's make our predictions for this week 12 NFC East battle uh, right when we get back. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. It is the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS because it's just you against numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, All you have to do is pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. I absolutely love prize picks because there's so many different uh, players and stat categories. You can go, how many field goal attempts is Brendan Aubrey going to have? Or how many makes is he going to have? I absolutely love it. It's also the only DFS platform that has a reboot policy where they'll reboot your entry. If one of your players is injured in the first half and does not return in the second half price picks, again, is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use promo code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use promo code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. Every day is on Thursday show. Yes, we put out shows on Thanksgiving. Uh, there'll be a crossover show with David Harrison from Locked On Commanders, so make sure you tune in for that. Landon, you and I are back on Friday to break down the Thanksgiving game. Let's make our predictions. Who do you have winning this game and why? I do think this is going to be a high-scoring game just because both teams are going to want to throw the ball over the yard. Um, and I do think that it could get out of hand because I, I – I, you know, I have respect for Washington's passing attack. They've obviously Sam Howell is like you like you mentioned. If he's not the leader in passing yards, he's number two. I'm pretty sure. Um, you know, they they but they've been throwing the football out of desperation. This is not you know necessarily a great football team, um, but it's not a terrible team. So the Cowboys can't you know, and it's a division game, and it's on Thanksgiving. So the Cowboys can't you know let up uh, or or kind of think that this is going to be a cruise to a victory. Uh, but I don't think that they handle it like that. They understand exactly the situation they're in, especially with the Eagles winning against Kansas City this week. The Cowboys have got to continue to stack wins and hope that Eagles slip. I'm picking the Cowboys to win 35 to 21. I, I, I do think there's going to be a lot of points. Um, I think it may not even, you know, normally when I pick these kind of blowout scores, I, I say I think it's actually going to be a closer game than and then they kind of pull away. I actually think it might be the opposite with this one. I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys 
were up like 30, like let's say, I don't know, 28 to seven at halftime and then started subbing folks in or at least started trying to kill the game a little bit more. And you see Washington who is just going to throw the ball no matter what, uh, uh, you know, kind of claw their way back, you know, yeah. claw their way back by scoring two touchdowns while down four. So uh, I, I think that, 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 that it's going to be a lot of points. I think they're going to see a lot of turnovers, a lot of touchdowns, a lot of interceptions, uh, but I think ultimately the Cowboys are a more talented team. I think that was proven last week by how Washington played against New York. Um, and, and I think Dallas, although they shouldn't take Washington you know, lightly, uh, they should be able to handle business here. Yeah, they shouldn't take Washington lightly because look what happened in the Philly games. Now, Philly won both of those games. One of those games went the overtime and the other one right, right down at the end of the fourth quarter. I think they were both decided by three points or something like that. Washington can hang with good teams. Now they can also lose to bad teams, but I think on Thanksgiving, you're going to see them be really, really aggressive. The spread on FanDuel right now, as we're recording is 12 and a half. The Cowboys are one and 12 against the spread in their last 13 Thanksgiving games. Like they routinely do not cover in these games. Uh, They don't Yeah, They don't cover. So I'm going to take Dallas 27 to 24. Uh, in a game where maybe the Cowboys have to get a stop at the end of the game to win. I, I, I just think I just think it's going to be one of those fluky games where Washington gets a bunch of pass interference calls to help move the, the, the ball down the field. Maybe the Cowboys get some roughing the passer calls because they're trying to go after Sam House so aggressively. I think the Cowboys win, but it's close. Okay. Well, we'll see. I, I, I do I think hope you're that, right. Yeah, I do too, just for all of our Thanksgiving enjoyment, but – uh, yeah, you never know with these games. You just the, never the know. Thursday games are very random, especially these Thanksgiving games when you have an extra long halftime because the great Dolly Parton's going to be performing. Great uh, Dolly uh, Parton. That's going to be awesome. That's better than Creed. Was that 2001 when Creed did? Yeah. I, I, I saw a shirt online that said, that is like greatest Thanksgiving halftime halftime show ever, and it was a it was an airbrushed picture of of the dude from Creed, and it had the Cowboys date on it. So, what's I'm your favorite performance that we've had on Thanksgiving? I mean, honestly, that one just because I was laughing my butt off at the time. I, I just remember <laughs> watching it and going, "God, we we are just." the most cheesy team in the NFL without a doubt. I can't believe Creed's having come back here in the year 2023. It's absolutely insane. Uh, Should be be fun. I'm really looking forward to this game. NFC East games on Thanksgiving are basically a staple now of the NFL season. Should be a lot of fun. Again, we will be back on Thursday with a crossover episode with David Harrison from Locked on Commander. So make sure you tune in for that. Again, Landon and I back on Friday to recap this game. Uh, get you ready for the rest of the action here in week 12. Go follow Landon on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can go follow the show on Twitter at Lotton Cowboys. Check out our show on YouTube where we post show, uh, shows and videos every single day. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. We will see you right back here tomorrow. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.